If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome. It is Verdict with Senator Ted Cruz. Ben Ferguson with you. Senator, there's a headline today, and man, is the media running away from this one. A mobster had a movie after him, Whitey Bulger. Great movie. If you never saw it, go see it. His nephew apparently had the hookup with Hunter Biden and his business associates that were scoring VIP treatment at the White House when Joe Biden was the vice president. And this is a mob boss's nephew who was also helping them do deals with the Chinese communists, well, companies. Your reaction to this, the fact that this has been like completely silent for the media as this broke. Well, Ben, I have to say, as you describe the facts, it, it, it seems very hard to believe. And it's even harder to believe because you're not seeing it on the news. It's not on the six o'clock news. It's not in the newspapers. Uh, Fox broke this yesterday, and Fox was going through the visitors' logs uh, during the Obama-Biden White House, and they discovered in the visitors' logs James J. Bolger, who is the nephew of mobster Whitey Bolger, James J., who went by Jimmy, uh, visited the White House. Now, the details are, are pretty remarkable, but before we do that, let's let's stop and address Who's Whitey Bulger? Who is Jimmy's uncle? Well, Whitey Bulger uh, was a mob boss in Boston. Uh, He led what was called the Winter Hill Gang in Somerville, Massachusetts. And he was a mob boss for decades. And, in fact, he was a mob boss who was on the FBI's 10 Most Wanted lists and was number two behind Osama bin Laden. So what else do we know about him? Well, we know that, that unbeknownst to everyone, for decades he was an FBI informant, and he would report on the other mafia rival gangs in Boston. He would report to the FBI, uh, and the FBI, in, in turn... Uh, worked to make sure that the Winter Hill Gang was basically ignored. And he ended up ultimately, in in his latter years, uh, being arrested, being sent to prison. And then when he was in a wheelchair, when he was quite elderly in prison, he was sent to the 
United States Penitentiary in Hazleton uh, in West Virginia, and he was beaten to death by inmates uh, in his wheelchair. And and you noted uh, movies. There have been a number of movies uh, about Whitey Bulger. But but the best one, I actually think, is 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 the character of Frank Costello, who was played by Jack Nicholson in The Departed, uh, was based on Whitey Bulger. You remember Jack Nicholson? Yeah. The, 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 that that whole was a fictional Martin Scorsese, Scorsese made the movie, but it was based on Whitey Bulger and and his nephew. It turns out is is in the Obama Biden White House, but he's not just in the White House. He's meeting with White House officials and he's deeply involved in business dealings with Hunter Biden and communist China. There's a reason that the corporate media doesn't want want you to know about this story. It's a shocking one. Uh, I, I mentioned a movie earlier. I hope people go back and watch it because you'll understand more about who Whitey Bulger is. And he was also a lot of people don't know the politics. He was actually the brother of a state senator. Uh, and he's the most is, is the movie Black Mass put it. He's the most famous violent criminal in the history of South Boston. He became, as you mentioned, the FBI informant. But there's certain people in politics, Senator, that you probably just don't want to have on a visitor log. Right. Like and Whitey Bulger, a mob boss's nephew working with a Chinese coming in and out of this White House, which has been unearthed by Fox with these visitors logs. This is not a normal person you would want to come visit unless you're in the business with him and your son's doing business with him your brother's doing business with him you're doing business with the chinese this is who you hang out with these are the bedfellows that will do these types of shady and corrupt business deals it actually makes total sense that you had to go down to the level of a mob boss's nephew to do deals with the Chinese Communist Party and Hunter Biden that may be the most unshocking part of all of this that's been unearthed well, and, and if you look at some of the de- details, so this was a meeting that happened on August 25th of 2016, and Jimmy Bulger, Whitey Bulger's nephew, uh, is listed as visiting the White House for a West Wing tour, and the visitor's log show that he met with Anne-Marie Person. Now, who was Anne-Marie Person? She previously served as a general assistant at Hunter Biden's quote, investment firm, Rosemont Seneca Partners. And she was at Rosemont Seneca Partners from 2009 until she joined Vice President Biden's staff in 2014. So she's sent by Hunter, presumably, to work for Daddy. And then she's the point person to Whitey Bulger's nephew coming in. Now, Bulger is accompanied on the tour by his two daughters, and by a woman named Eileen Kerwin, who shares the same address as Bulger. Uh, and between 2015 and 2016, Kerwin sent Bulger multiple articles about various business deals in China. And, and Bulger, in turn, would send them both to Hunter Biden and also to Devin Archer, who was his business partner. And what's not clear... What the White House hasn't confirmed is, well, who did Jimmy Bulger meet with? We know who's listed on the visitor's log, but did Jimmy Bulger meet with Joe Biden? Did Jimmy Bulger meet with Biden's senior staff? We don't know. The White House 
isn't telling us, and the press isn't asking. But but we also know more, which is that that Bolger played an important role in Hunter Biden's business with the Chinese Communist Party. So he was chairman of a Boston-based group called the Thornton Group uh, that launched a joint venture with Hunter Biden's Rosemont Seneca and also with the Chinese investment firm Bohai Capital. And together, uh, they created BHR Partners, which is controlled by the Bank of China Limited. Now, there are multiple emails back and forth, all of which Fox News reports on at great length. One email, which is dated January 27, 2014, the subject line is, quote, meeting with Chinese ambassador. And it shows Jimmy Bolger suggesting that he meet along with Hunter Biden and Devin Archer with the Chinese ambassador in D.C. to talk about the fund. And if you look at the email exchange, um, Bolger writes in the email that it is, quote, Pretty interesting that someone at the embassy in Beijing would be interested in what the domestic Boha PE fund, private equity fund, was up to. Thought you guys should see this. Uh, He also goes on uh, to ask Hunter in an email, and this email is on July 22nd, 2014, to introduce the CEO of BHR, uh, Jonathan... Lee and Andy Liu, who is a BHR committee member, to someone named Mr. Tung. Now, who is Mr. Tung? Uh, well, according to the emails, Hunter Biden sat next to Tung at a 2013 dinner welcoming Vice President Biden to Beijing. In other words, Biden goes to Beijing, brings along Hunter. Hunter is seated right next to Mr. Tung. And what does Whitey Bulger's neighbor, uh, uh, nephew say? Hey, we want to meet these guys. And here, here's what Bulger writes. I, I want to just read it verbatim. Quote, it is my understanding that during the trip to Beijing that you made with your father, President Xi hosted a welcome dinner. At that dinner, you were seated right next to Mr. Tung. Therefore, Jay... And Andy believe it would be very helpful if you could please send a brief email to Mr. Tung laying out that you are a partner and board member of BHR and that you would be very grateful to Mr. Tung if he could meet your local partners to discuss the fund. Um, Hunter responded, he says, he's happy to fulfill the request, but he couldn't remember Tung. Look, nobody said Hunter was competent. Yeah. Uh, Here's what Hunter writes in response. I'm going to read Hunter's response. Quote. Happy to do this, but I have no email address for Mr. Tung, and he may well have sat next to me, but I don't recall the two gentlemen's names to my left and right. Regardless, I would suggest the team draft an email in Mandarin and English for my approval ASAP. So can can we just hit pause there for a second, Senator, and just talk about that to me how transparent hunter biden is being in that moment in this email and 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 again this isn't a one-off relationship there's one aspect of this people need to understand this relationship with bolger apparently dates back to at least at least 2010 so this is a long relationship this isn't some like new thing where they meet and they're like all right maybe we do some business together they've been doing this for a while but the transparency 
of Hunter Biden. He understands his role in the Biden crime family. He understands how to exploit his father's position and how to make money off it. Instantly saying, yeah, get me the email in English and Mandarin. Let's knock this out of the park. Let's go do business. There's no questions asked by him. This is what they do on the regular, and he understands his role. Uh, look, sadly, that's exactly right. And and this guy, Mr. Tung, apparently was met at the dinner that she hosted in Beijing for Daddy Biden. I mean, I mean, let's be clear. This is this is an operation of the entire Biden family, and it's designed to monetize the position of vice president from the Chinese Communist Party. And and look, the email in Mandarin, it's not an email saying, hey, how's it going? Your country's really pretty. It's an email that is designed to say, hey, remember me? I'm the son of the vice president. Would you please meet with my my partners and give Chinese Chinese communist government funds to my partners because we'd like to make like make a lot of money, please? I mean, this is it's not subtle. It's not hidden. He's literally sitting there with the nephew of a mobster going, hey, this this is a great way to make money. Can we also talk about the Chinese just for a second? There are no accidents or coincidences with the Chinese government. The fact that this guy was sitting next to Hunter Biden uh, also screams to me that the Chinese knew exactly what they were doing, uh, trying to get into bed with the Biden crime family to have leverage over American policy and to have leverage, I would argue, over um, Hunter Biden. To me, this is no different than what they did with Fang Fang. This is no different what they've done uh, with the driver that was in the senator's car as her driver for years. Yeah, Diane Feinstein. Diane Feinstein out of California. The, the Chinese don't, the coincidences don't happen with them. This wasn't just dumb luck. I would argue that probably the Chinese knew exactly what they were doing when they had these people sitting next to Hunter Biden. Look, of course they did. And, you know, you, you use the phrase Biden crime family, and that's a pretty provocative phrase. But but let me let's look at some of the facts. So also in these emails is yet another Biden family member. Uh, and and this is John Owens. Now, who is John Owens? John Owens is Hunter Biden's uncle. So John Owens is married to Valerie Biden Owens, who is President Biden's younger sister. And John Owens he goes by Jack. He emails Hunter Biden on May 9th, 2014, uh, telling him that his telemedicine companies uh, reached a, quote, serious stage in negotiations with a China-based insurance company, but said he wouldn't be able to, quote, seal the deal without a Chinese business license. Now, Owens goes on to say, quote, time pressures are very tight, plus the fact that we do not yet have one has caused a slight credibility bump in the company's mind this all translates into the need that i have for a business license and one secured very quickly well this might seem to be a mundane task i've come to understand that such matters matters such as a business license can end up taking an inordinate amount of time time we do not have within an hour hunter turned to bulger whitey bulger's nephew forwarded the email to him and copied lynn on on the email and, and here's what Hunter says, quote, see email b- below. It's from my Uncle Jack. Is there a way we could help him expedite this? Time is of the essence here. Biden responds the next morning, says he'll discuss with Lynn how they can help. Three days later, Bulger sends an email saying, 
Me and Michael had a call with Jack this morning, and I think we have the solution for his China problem. Uh, This is a family affair. This is an entire family that is enriching themselves from the Chinese Communist government, and all of it hinges on daddy's position as vice president of the United States and now president of the United States. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Want to also ask you about the Chinese perspective on this and what you think they get in, in from this relationship, because it isn't just as simple as a financial relationship. And I want to get your reaction to that in a moment. But first, let me tell you about my friends over at Augusta Precious Metals. You know what's been happening in the economy. You know what's been happening with banks. It's been pretty crazy over the last 30 days. Uh, and, and that is also stressful, especially if you're looking at your retirement and your savings and you're wanting to make sure that you're financially secure. I want to tell you about Augusta Precious Metals. Right now, gold buying is on fire because people want gold IRAs to protect their retirement savings for this very reason. And get this, if you have $100,000 plus saved for retirement, Augusta will actually pay you in pure gold to learn how a gold IRA can protect you. That's a big deal. A pure gold coin for free. I'm going to say that again. A pure gold coin for free. All you got to do is reach out to Augusta Precious Metals today and get started with gold. Don't let the bank failures get you down. Get this free gold and get some peace of mind. Call them 877-4-GOLD-IRA, 877-4-GOLD-IRA to learn how to protect your retirement and get your free gold coin. That's AugustaPreciousMetals.com, 877-4-GOLD-IRA. Senator, let's talk about China. China has a very sophisticated spying uh, apparatus. Yes. They uh, do business deals all over the world to gain influence over 
uh, and to compromise people all over the world for their bigger initiatives. Uh, the road initiative is a perfect example of this that they have that they were they were working on, and they understand sophisticated ways, in essence, to to bribe people. Yep. One of the things that you know about the Chinese is they didn't need Hunter Biden. Uh, from a business standpoint, they didn't need to do deals with uh, with, with Whitey Bulger from a di- business perspective. They didn't need to do billion dollar loans with the Biden uh, apparatus and their companies that they did just 10 days funding those loans after Hunter Biden got off an Air Force Two trip back from China. They did this not from a business perspective. They did this from an influence perspective I believe, and that was a good investment for them from a intelligence gathering apparatus. Look, that, that that's exactly right, and the, and the Chinese are investing billions uh, in. You, you look at their Belt and Road Initiative, where they in, they are investing billions in building infrastructure in the developing world and and using it to trap them in debt traps throughout the third world, throughout Africa, throughout Latin America. You, you look at their espionage and influence operation in the United States, targeting politicians. I mean, you mentioned Eric Swalwell and, and the spy Fang Fang. Look, the amazing thing is this Chinese spy targeted Eric Swalwell and, and had an affair with him, allegedly. Uh, while he was a, an inconsequential player, not, not a... Not a big, he wasn't the Speaker of the House, he, he wasn't governor or senator. He, he was a little bit player, but that's the level of penetration that they're engaged in, is, is they're wanting to influence. And so you go straight to the White House, to the Vice President of the United States, the appeal of deep penetration there and extensive it, it, it is obvious. And, and look, it, it's not just limited to, to, to Whitey Bulger's nephew. Um, another guy, Eric uh, Schwerwin, I don't know how you pronounce that, uh, was the former president of Rosemont Seneca, was business partners with Hunter Biden. How often do you think Sherwin uh, visited the White House during the Obama administration? I can tell you this much, uh, probably a hell of a lot more than would be normal. Uh, try 27 times. Yeah. At, at least 27 times. Let's take another person. Uh, Rob Walker. Rob Walker was another of Hunter Biden's former business partners. Big money guy, by the way. He was, he's been named multiple times in, in these investigations on the House side as a guy that really was able to move significant amount of cash for the Bidens. Well, and, and regular listeners will remember, we did a pod a couple of weeks ago uh, with the news that broke that the Biden family had received over a million dollars directly from the Chinese communists. All that money went through Rob Walker. He was the conduit where they transferred it to Rob Walker and Rob Walker transferred it to multiple Biden family members, including Hunter's sister-in-law. Well, you know how many times Rob Walker visited the White House? How many? At least 16 times. This was a so Walker is on the White House log twice in 2019, five times in 20, uh, twice in, in 2009. Five times in 2011, four times in 2012, twice in 2013, once in 2014, once in 2015, once in 2016. This is an ongoing business model, and it's a business model that is designed to extract cash from the Chinese communists and in exchange, I believe, for government influence at the highest level. And it's where... 
the corporate media's lack of interest, lack of willingness to report this, why is it I'm, I'm going to wager dollars to donuts that everyone listening to this podcast, that, that you haven't heard this story, that you didn't know about this story, um, unless you have read the Fox Digital article on it, you probably, this is the first time you've heard of it. That should be deeply concerning. You, you know, there are things now, the media breathlessly, what do they want to cover? They want to cover for the 15th billionth times the payment to Stormy Daniels and the Alvin Bragg indictment and that ridiculous and baseless abuse of power by a radical left-wing Democrat district attorney in New York. That dominates the news on every corporate media station. But here... I mean, Ben, seriously, if you sat down and wrote a screenplay and you went to Hollywood and pitched it and said, OK, here's my idea for a screenplay. Let's have the son of the vice president selling access to the vice president to the Chinese communists. Let's have him doing business with him. Let's have him traveling with dad and meeting with Xi and meeting with rich Chinese businessmen and then connecting them to his partners. And let's have millions of dollars going straight into their their coffers. And OK, wait, this isn't sexy enough. Let's throw in the nephew of a notorious mobster helping grease the wheels. And by the way, let's not do this like like deep throat during Watergate. Let's not do this in a parking garage wearing a trench coat. Let's do it right out in the open. Let's do it in the West Wing of the White House. Nobody would buy that screenplay. They'd laugh at you and say, this is stupid. Nobody would be this dumb. And if you did it, you'd get caught and that'd be it. Well, you know what? They have gotten caught. But the media is so corrupt, they don't care. There's also another aspect of the story, and it connects to a lot of the we refuse to answer questions aspect from this White House. And one of those questions is, hey, who was on the visitors logs in Delaware during this time? Who was on the visitors logs at the vice president's home during this time? If the visitors logs at the White House show this many visits uh, by these individuals, I think it's fair to say there had to be at least some visits to Delaware and had to be some visits to his residence uh, at the, at the when, when you're the vice president. It's a pretty nice place. I had the opportunity to go there a couple times uh, during the Bush Cheney years. It's gorgeous. Uh, and, and the fact that and we know business was done there. We've ha- heard some names, but we can't even get a straight answer on that, Senator, as well. Uh, look, we can't. There's no transparency. The Biden White House doesn't want us to know this. The media doesn't want us to know this. But I'll tell you, let's do a little bit more of, uh, of what Fox has reported about the email back and forth. So let's be clear. Hunter wasn't just selling access to the Chinese. We, we know uh, about the access he sold to, to Burisma, the Ukrainian natural gas company. But, but Hunter Biden also was doing business with, with two Mexican nationals, Miguel Aleman Velasco, uh, and Miguel Alagan Magnani, uh, both of whom visited the West Wing on February 26th, 2014. Uh, and Vice President Biden was photographed with Hunter giving Velasco and Magnani a tour of the White House, the press briefing room. All right, let me read to you from the email Hunter Biden sent to these two Mexican business associates because, you know, Let me just read you what Hunter said, quote, I have brought every single person you asked me to bring to the effing White House. 
and the vice president's house and the inauguration. And then you go completely silent, Hunter Biden wrote. He continues, quote, I don't know what it is that I did, but I'd like to know why I've delivered on every single thing you've ever asked. And you make me feel like I've like I've done something to offend you. He's not hiding the business he's in. Yeah, or, or, or the business plan. Like, it, this is the plan. You ask me for favors, I hook you up, and then I get business in return. Cash. You get access to cash. the White House. Cash, yeah. You give me money for what I need with my, quote, businesses, and then you get access to my father, the White House, the, the Obama administration, in essence, because this was the eight years during the time they were doing all these schemes was under the Obama administration, and they had to know about these meetings. They had to know when he was flying, and no one stopped it. No one stopped it. Uh, very few people reported on it. The press doesn't want to report on it. The Biden Department of Justice doesn't care. They won't appoint a special prosecutor to investigate the, the Chinese communist government corruption implicating the Biden family. What do they want to do? They want to scapegoat Hunter Biden and paint him as a poor, troubled soul with substance abuse problems. Now, that is most assuredly true. But it is not a matter of public concern because he has struggled with addiction. It is a matter of public concern when it implicates corruption by the vice president of the United States or the president of the United States. And that's what the Biden DOJ is desperate to wall off. It's what the press just wants to say. Nothing to see here. Don't even look at it. It is fundamentally corrupt. I got to ask you about Burisma, because I think this all comes back to uh, way more understanding of Burisma and how he got that job. Before we get to that, let me tell you about Chalk. Uh, if you're a guy and you're getting a little bit older and you feel like you're losing that edge, maybe you just feel tired and fatigued. You feel weakness. You don't feel like you're having a good workout and complacency setting in. You can fight back. With my friends, the Patriot at Chalk, they're here to help real American men take back their right to maximize your masculinity by boosting testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. Now, I've been taking Chalk, C-H-O-Q.com, all right? You can go there and see what I've been taking for the last, gosh, two months now, the male vitality stack. Uh, I was told about this by a buddy of mine, Jesse Kelly. He said, Ben, it works. You need to try this. And sure enough... He was telling the truth. It's manufactured right here in the U.S. of A. Chalk's natural herbal supplements are clinically proven to have game-changing effects on your energy, your focus, your mood. Maximize your masculinity today. Go to ChalkCHOQ.com. Now, here's the best part. Use the promo code BEN. You get 35% off any Chalk subscriptions for life, plus you can cancel any time. So save 35% right now. Go to chalk, chok.com. Boost your testosterone up to 20% over 90 days. Chalk, chok.com. Senator, you, you look at this um, revelation on, on Whitey Bulger's nephew. You look at how the scheme played out. You connect those dots with what you just read about Mexico. And you got to go back to the original, uh, I, I would say, you know, alert, the original exclamation point. And that was Burisma. Now, it makes you understand, in my opinion, yep. Burisma, that much more. It, the scheme was clear. You want influence. You give me money. 
Barisma, you put me on a board, right? And you pay me money every month, 87000 a month. You give me bonuses. I can't speak your language. I know nothing about what Barisma does. I have no expertise in any of this. Doesn't matter because my dad has the purse strings to what your government needs, which is money. And you take care of me, we'll take care of Ukraine. That seems to be exactly what happened. And it even makes more, it even becomes more transparent after you witness what we just went through. Look, that, that, that is exactly right. Um, this was a family business model. And the business model is find areas where daddy has influence, go to the foreign governments that care about that influence, and sell that influence. Burisma is a Ukrainian natural gas company. Hunter Biden doesn't speak Ukrainian, doesn't know a damn thing about natural gas. And, and how much did they pay Hunter Biden to serve on the board of Burisma? They paid him a million dollars a year. You know ExxonMobil doesn't pay its board members a million dollars a year? Like, that is a ton of money for a guy who knows nothing about what the business is about, why did they pay him? Well, it so happened that Joe Biden had a unique involvement in Ukraine, which is that Barack Obama had asked Joe as vice president to be the point person on Ukraine. Not only that, but Burisma was controlled by a corrupt Ukrainian oligarch. There was a prosecutor in Ukraine investigating that oligarch, and Joe Biden had control over billions of dollars of American aid, and he threatened to withhold that aid unless the prosecutor investigating the corrupt oligarch was fired. And, and by the way, this is not me saying that. This is out of Joe Biden's own words. If you remember uh, the, the now infamous son of a bitch tape, Ben, let's play Joe Biden describing what he did in Ukraine to ensure that the prosecutor investigating the oligarch was fired. Senator, before we play that, uh, that, that famous clip now of Joe Biden admitting strong-arming Ukraine to fire a prosecutor to protect his own son, I want to tell you about our friends over at Patriot Mobile. If you are sick and tired of giving your money to companies that don't stand up for your values, actually are fighting against what you believe in, fighting against your First and your Second Amendment rights, fighting against traditional family values, fighting against protecting unborn children, then you need to switch to Patriot Mobile. Get away from big mobile and switch to Patriot Mobile. You get to keep your same cell phone number. You get to keep your same cell phone or upgrade to a new one. And every time you make a call, every time you pay your bill, you're making a difference because they take a portion of your bill every month at no extra cost to you. And they give it back to conservative organizations and causes that stand for what we believe in. I love Patriot Mobile. I've been using them now for years. I get the same coverage on the same towers that I was using before. All you got to do is make that switch. You own a business or a small business. They have a business section to make it easy to switch over all of your lines or just your family's lines, but you get to make a difference every time you pay that bill. So go online to patriotmobile.com slash verdict. Patriotmobile.com slash verdict. Or give them a buzz, 878-PATRIOT. That's 878-PATRIOT. Use the promo code VERDICT. You'll get the best 
deals of the day. 878-PATRIOT. Senator, here's that great uh, clip of uh, Biden at the Foreign, the Council on Foreign Relations bragging uh, about his corruption in real, in real life in front of an audience. They made, I mean, I'll, I'll give you one concrete example. I, I, I was, not I, I, but it just happened to be, that was the assignment I got. I, I, I got all the good ones. Uh, and uh, so I got Ukraine. And uh, um, I remember going over convincing our team, our brothers, to convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, right, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev and, uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there was another billion dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor and they didn't. So they said they had, they were walking out to the press conference and said, no, I said, I'm not going to, we're not going to give you the billion dollars. They said, you have no authority. You're not the president. The president said, I said, call him. <laughs> I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting a billion dollars. I said, you're not getting a billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours? I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> got fired. He got fired. There it is. The audience laughs. That's how proud he was of the corruption and the power that he had to get things like this done. And guess what? His son was on the board of Burisma and his son's company was being investigated. But hey, if you get the prosecutor fired, Senator, you got no problems now. And you held American dollars over their head that they desperately needed in Ukraine as the bait to do what I'm telling you to do. You know what that's called. So there's a technical legal term. It's a Latin term. It's called a quid pro quo. The quid pro quo, and you recall Democrats obsessing about quid pro quo in the first Trump impeachment. In that instance, there was an unequivocal quid, quid pro quo. Now, as we talked about at the beginning of Verdict, at the ver- when, when this podcast first launched, a quid pro quo is not necessarily illegal. All it means is, is an offer of, I will exchange uh, a quid for a quo. I will exchange this for that. It's literally Latin for this for that. Uh, in that instance, Biden said, I'll give you a billion dollars of U.S. taxpayer money in exchange for firing the prosecutor. And Poroshenko, the head of Ukraine at the time, said, I accept your quid pro quo. He's fired. Now, what makes a quid pro quo corrupt, what makes it bribery, is if you're being enriched, if you're selling official action, to benefit yourself, or in this case, to benefit your family, your son. And let's be clear, this is not you and me characterizing what Joe Biden did. That is a recording from his own voice. He was proud of it. And, you know, you asked a minute ago, what does communist China get from funneling all this money to the Biden family? Well, look, I think Burisma illustrates the sorts of things they get. I got to say, For the Ukrainian oligarch, that was a great investment. A million bucks a year to Hunter Biden. What a bargain. For a billion dollars back in American aid. Well, not for the money, but for the billion dollars to be used to extort the Ukrainian government to fire the prosecutor that was investigating you. That's some pretty good leverage if you can pay a million bucks a year and get a billion dollars worth of pressure on the government to protect your backside. That's why people pay the Biden family. 
There's just one problem, which is selling government favors for personal enrichment is called bribery. Senator, do you have any doubt in your mind that if you or any other Republican even got remotely close to doing these types of deals, that you would be one out of office and two indicted? Oh, look, of course, let's be clear. Donald Trump was just indicted for allegedly fraudulent bookkeeping seven years ago and and in a way that that violates no law amazing there it is this is going to be very interesting to see how this plays out on the house side james comer uh jim jordan have made it clear that this new intel is going to be brought up there will be questions asked i wouldn't be surprised uh, if the nephew of bolger is called in to answer questions because this is massive and and again Share our podcast wherever you can on social media. If you're on Facebook, Twitter, Parler, Getter, share our podcast because people are not going to hear this story otherwise. Uh, This is a story that the media has completely and purposely gone silent on. They do not want to have to report this story. So if you're listening, share it. Write us a five-star review as well to help us reach more people. Don't forget to hit that subscriber auto-download button. And uh, Senator Cruz and I will be back with you in just a couple of days. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.